get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendricks, and I'm Brandon Kylie. Very happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by Rick Talk, a former NHL player and NHL coach. He is now on TNT's NHL coverage. We'll be joined by Jeremy Rutherford in studio coming up here in about 15 minutes or so. Rick, we appreciate you hopping on the show today. Thanks so much for uh, joining us. Happy New Year to you. What'd you think of the Winter Classic on Saturday night? Yeah, happy to hear you guys, too. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it was a blast. Um, you know, we were kind of disappointed that the crew, we couldn't be on site with Panger and the boys. But, um, you know, it was uh, a very enjoyable game to watch. I mean, uh, the conditions were obviously very tough. And I thought both teams and the, and the both organizations did a tremendous job. Rick, uh, I'm, I'm fascinated with what you guys have done this season on TNT. I mean, how much enjoyment are you having on this panel with Wayne Gretzky with Anson Carter with Paul Bissonette I mean it just it feels like you're bringing in an entirely different crowd on the pre and post games yeah I think like uh when I was you know uh, I tried out for the the position talking to the uh producers talking to the you know the head guys there they really wanted to they you know they, they want it's fun they just didn't want a pure hockey show they wanted different perspectives, be able to tackle some issues that, you know, that people wanted to shy away for it, but also have fun with the players, whether it's interviews uh, or coaches or whatever. And it, it was just music to my ears. It just, it was something I wanted to be part of, like the, their philosophy. And, and uh, you know, I, I things are going good with us. Uh, you know, a lot of people are getting really good feedback. We're trying to learn from uh, what the fans want. Uh, so it's been, it's been a blast, to be honest with you. Rick, I know you have a good relationship with Craig Berube, formerly uh, teammates in the NHL with one another. You've known the guy for 30 years now. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about Craig Berube, the person? We, we see a lot of him as the coach, and of course he's an intense coach out there, but tell us a little bit about the, the person that you know uh, behind the bench. Yeah, he's one of my best friends. I mean, I talk to him two, three times a week. Um, he's just an enjoyable guy to be around. Um, you know, he's got that tough exterior that everybody thinks, but you know, and I'm sure the players, will, you know, I've heard some players say he's a great communicator. Uh, he, and his hockey knowledge is better than people think. Um, you know, he put a great staff together. I know with him and Doug Armstrong, um, I really enjoy talking to him. I love to watch the St. Louis blues team. I think they're built for the playoffs and he's the type of personality that whether it gets rocky or things are high, He's a, he's a really even keel guy. Even during that, when they went, you know, that time when they were in last place, I, I still tell the story today. And I went for beers with chief and, 
Mike Van Ryan and Otter, um, and they were in last place. We actually, I was coaching Arizona. We beat them, I think, 6 nothing. It was like, and I remember we were having drinks, and he said to me, you know, he didn't say much. We were just talking. I was talking to Otter and those guys, and he said, hey, I just got to get these guys to believe, and everybody's got a puzzle, be part of a puzzle. And I remember the next day they won, and they went on that roll, and they won the Stanley Cup. So uh, I didn't see a lot of panic in them for a guy that was in last place. You know, Rick, I'm fascinated with Craig Berube. He This season, he, he wins his 200th game as a head coach, and he's only the seventh player in NHL history to play over 1,000 games in the NHL and win 200 games. And you're 22 victories away as a head coach away from that. What is it about Craig Berube's coaching style that makes him so effective with his team? Well, I think it's because if you ask any player that played with him, any of his teammates for wherever stop he was, Philly, Calgary, Washington, if you said Craig Berube, they said, what a great teammate. And I think he takes that into his coaching philosophy. He tries to communicate with players that, you know, that if you can be a great teammate, um, you know, everybody wants their piece of the pie. Everybody wants their minutes and, you know, their, their day in the sun. But at the end of the day, you got to be a great teammate. And I think players relate to that. Um, and they enjoy that. So I think that's really what it comes down to. His coaching style is really being a great teammate. Uh, so that's why he's such a great coach. It's interesting, Rick, because you look at the team that they've assembled this year and you specifically look at the forwards. This is as deep as the Blues have been and as long as I can remember. You look at their third line right now and they've got Pavel Buchnevich, Ivan Barbashev, and Braden Chin, all of whom, if they were on a first line somewhere else, it wouldn't be surprising to anybody. As a coach, when you have a situation like this, which is obviously a good thing, you've got players that are overqualified for their roles, how difficult can that be, though, to talk to some guys who uh, might be looking at their time on the ice and they're saying, man, why did I play 15 minutes tonight when elsewhere I could get 18 to 20? What are those conversations like as a head coach? Yeah, it's a great question. I think that's something that coaches always tackle with, right? You you know, they, they, they have three, four good li- really good lines, and some nights, you know, that line you just said, Buchnevich, Shen, um, that, that line could be 1A some nights. And I think really what it comes down to communication. I know I've talked to Chief about that, and we've talked about that. And, uh, you know, maybe a guy's upset. He, you know, maybe he's not in the first unit of the power play. And I think Chief went through that two, three years ago um, and got bought in. Maybe last year kind of slipped a bit. They had injuries and stuff. But I think they're back on the same page, and I think Chief's a big communicator for that. Um, but it's a nice problem to have. I mean, when you get that kind of forward group and, um, and there's not very many weaknesses up top there uh, uh, on the forward unit, uh, you could just see that Minnesota game. Minnesota's a really good team. I know they had a couple of injuries, but, you know, there's a two, the first two periods, I was really impressed with the Blues. Uh, they, they gave Minnesota nothing, and I think because the Chief ran four lines and everybody was contributing their own way. I got to ask you about the one player that everyone was talking about, Rick, after that Winter Classic game, and it's Jordan Cairo. He was named the NHL's first star of the week. He has four points in that game. You've seen some excellent young talents in the National Hockey League, but when you look at Jordan Cairo, what comes to mind? Yeah, well, it's funny you mentioned his name. He's going to be a feature on us tomorrow night. We'll probably be interviewing him. Well-deserved. Um, for me, is his patience with a puck you know, with the improvement I've seen, I remember watching him in the bubble, and there were some good signs there uh, in the bubble a couple of years ago. Um, what I see now, when he comes out of the corner, he's coming up. He's first of all, he's coming up with loose pucks, and now he's got the patience of buying time, being able to find his teammates or taking the puck to the net. That's the biggest thing for me. When when young players who have are talented, they come from junior, they got a lot of points. You know, they're used to you know having a lot of time and space. Now he's not a surprise, but he's still finding that. 
that open space. He's still finding his teammates and the patience. He's not getting rid of the puck. How many times does he, you know, you figure he's got the puck, he's getting to the blue line where most guys will dump it in. He holds it a little bit second longer, gains the blue line, and then makes a play. That's huge in the NHL if you got that kind of talent. So to me, it's just patience with the puck. Rick, what's the next step? for guys like Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas. They've obviously taken that next step this season in their career of uh, both of them are, are close to point-per-game producers so far this year. What's next for them? Is is there an even higher ceiling than what we're watching right now? Yeah, I think there is. I think there's a consistency level. Can you bring it mostly every night? Can you? And then obviously when, you know, the big test here when the, the big games are coming up here, you know, in April and, and, and May is, is can you go into Vegas and, and uh, game one and two and play a, a consistent, you know, maybe they're shutting you down. And it's a tough game, but can you stay with it? You know, uh, can you still contribute in other ways? You know, sometimes young guys get frustrated and, and they, they start to lack in other areas. You know, they start to, you know, they're not good defensively or, you know, they give up the puck the wrong time. I think that's the next step is can they stay with it and the consistency, you know, you're going to get the same, regardless of what the other team's thrown at you, you're going to get the same level of play from these guys. Um, and so far they've, they've passed the bill. I mean, the test this year, the, both those guys are huge contributors. They bring that youth to the St. Louis blues. Um, and you can tell the veterans are, are feeding off those two guys for sure. Rick, final one from me. Uh, I think for the longest time this season, the Blues were looked at on the national stage as like a dark horse, a team that you know could make a run, but right now they just didn't have the pieces in place. Do you feel like that that game on Saturday against Minnesota put them over the hump of a team that people should be talking more about in the Central and in the NHL? Well, I think that in the last three weeks, they've had some injuries. You know, the COVID hit. There's been some, you know, a little bit of, um, you know, adversity has hit this team, and, and they've brought some guys up that have done a nice job. So I think these last three weeks, if you don't believe in the St. Louis Blues, then you haven't been watching hockey. Um, last game after the telecast, we, you know, I, I, you would not be surprised if they're in the finals. Like, they, I, I, they're one of my preseason picks to get to the finals. There's about three other teams because of their build. I think Doug Armstrong is a terrific GM and he's come up with some really good trades and he's very patient. Um, and I still think he's got something up his sleeve. I think maybe a defenseman at a trade deadline is something that they might look at. I'm not quite sure, but uh, they're definitely built for a seven game series against anybody in the league. Rick, we'll get you out of here on this one. And thanks so much for your time today. We sincerely appreciate it. Are there any names that immediately come to mind when you say that maybe they look at a defenseman at the trade deadline? Is, is there anybody that you think maybe they could be looking at that would make sense here in St. Louis? Well, I mean, I don't know exact names because, you know, there's some teams still in it and uh, there's still a lot of hockey, a lot of runway. Um, but, you know, you know, you, you all, I'm just a big believer. In, you know, and I, I thought the defense corps was terrific. I thought Mike Van Rens did a hell of a job with that uh, defense corps. They played great last game. You know, there's just so many injuries. There's so many variables going into the trade deadline. Um, but, you know, with Doug, I know when you're close, he'll be looking for that guy that uh, can just in case there's some injuries or if there's a hype, you know, there's a guy out there, there's a name guy, he's not afraid to pull a trigger. So I don't listen. There's, I got a bunch of guys on my head, but uh, <laughs> there's so much, there's so much, there's so much runway to the, to that situation that they're fine right now. He's Rick Tockett, former NHL player and head coach. He's now on TNT's NHL coverage. They've been excellent so far yeah. this year. If you haven't checked it out yet, uh, be sure to do so. You'll see uh, Blues versus Penguins tomorrow. You'll hear that game right here on 101 ESPN. And, of course, you'll be able to see, if I'm not mistaken, you said there's going to be a feature on Jordan Cairo pregame for that one? 
Yeah, we'll be interviewing him. Uh, we, I just got a call from the producer today, and you know, he's he's he deservedly should be the guy we'd be talking to. We actually tried to talk to Chief after the game, and you know, I think if we if the St. Louis Blues win, I think we're going to try to get Chief again because there was a, 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 a some kind of microphone malfunction. So those are the two guys we hope, and we hope the Blues. Well, you want the Blues to win because that means uh, we get to talk to Chief, which <laughs> that, is great. That's Thank fantastic. Uh, it's uh, Rick Tocca joining us here on 101 ESPN. Rick, thanks so much for the time, man. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. I appreciate it. Great questions. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Absolutely. Rick. Same to you. That is uh, Rick Tockett joining us here on 101 ESPN. Again, you'll be able to watch Blues versus Penguins tomorrow on TNT. You'll hear that game right here on your home for the Blues 101 ESPN.